The premise is simple. Two people are trapped, and they must escape. This is Escape Capade. The room. You are in a study. Looking to the north wall, you see a large wooden desk with a rolling chair and a large antique map on the wall. To the east is a set of bookcases that span the wall. To the south is a heavy oak door and a bronze bust that's on a pedestal. To the west is a wall covered in picture frames. In front is a set of armchairs with a coffee table and a standing lamp. So many books! Well, I just wanted to borrow some. I didn't know we were going to be stuck in here. Yeah, I guess that's the price we pay for wanting knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) Society, am I right? Yeah, okay, so how do we leave this stupid study? I don't know. Also, I thought it was going to be pretty. I thought it was going to be like Beauty and the Beast library. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like Beauty and the Beast too, And the books would come to life. Or at least inspire me. But instead, it looks like an old man would sit in here plotting bad things. Oh my god, yeah, with a white cat. Yeah. Always a white cat. (laughs) White man, white cat. (laughs) (laughs) Also... I don't really understand the words in this book. I was, like, looking for where the wild things are. Well, they don't have that. They do have this big shelf. I wonder what the books on the shelf say. You see a collection of different books, and there are a couple that are askew. They span all sorts of subjects. The ones that are askew are about travel. Let's open this one here. Italy. Italy. Uh, You look at the book of Italy, it's got lots of great facts about the history of Italy, great places to travel to. Hey, did you know that Italy looks like a boot that is kicking Sicily away? (laughs) Whoa, that's loaded. (laughs) Is it? I think so. Oh, I I don't know, that's just what I heard. I wonder if... Like in one of those old-timey houses, if we pull all the books out of the wall, if there's a secret door. Oh my god, yes! Let's do that! (laughs) You keep pulling books off the shelf, and behind some of the books you find a safe that's inset into the wall. Whoa! Whoa! (laughs) What is that? It's a safe. It's where money's kept. (gasps) Or treasures. I want to see treasures. My dad has one. Really? Yeah. And What's in your dad's treasure case? An old picture of his first love. Wow. M- my baby boot. Treasure cases I know have plastic toys, like the one you get at Pizza Hut. Wait, most treasure cases you know have plastic toys in them? Yeah. You know poor people. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, <laughs> well, I'm sorry that I'm poor, okay? It's okay, Sophie. I'm sorry that my dad is an oil mogul. Terry, that doesn't sound right. Oil mogul. Yeah. What is that? He's famous for promoting oil usage. Oh. Anyway, we gotta get in this safe, I think. Because there might be a key or something. Okay. You're holding the books that were in front of the safe. And again, they're all about travel. There's one about how to read maps. Uh, There's one that's about Antigua. Oh. I wonder if maybe there's a 
code or some numbers in, in the this book. map one maybe? The map one makes sense. Okay, let's open it. You open the map book and there's a the chapter that's dog-eared is about reading longitude and latitude. Oh, those are numbers. We didn't learn this yet at school. Oh, we didn't either. But my dad talks about sometimes running away to visit his first love, Darlene, on a boat that he built in our backyard. So I actually know a little bit about longitude and latitude. Is your mom okay with this? No. And he's just doing it in her face? No, secretly, but I know. That there's a boat in the backyard? Oh, she knows about the boat. She doesn't know that the boat is to find his old love, Darlene. My mom says this is rich people problems. You have nothing else better to do but to cheat on each other. Your mom is right. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, okay, let's look a little closer at reading Longitude and Latitude. Okay. The, the chapter describes in great detail on how to read longitude and latitude and how to find out where it, uh, a country is placed on a map. Mm. Okay, so this number plus this number is the coordination for these locations. Whoa, that's really cool. So every location has a number that meets another number. Wait, wasn't there another book on Antigua? Yeah. Maybe we should figure out the longitude and latitude of Antigua. (gasps) Oh my god, you're so smart. Am I, or am I desperately seeking my father's approval? (laughs) Probably that. (laughs) I have my parents' approval. (laughs) Wow. Okay, so that sounded evil. Um, Um, okay. okay. Let's see. In the book, here, Antigua, the longitude and latitude. What does it say? It doesn't say the exact longitude and latitude of Antigua. It's like a travel guide about Antigua. Maybe we have to figure out the longitude and latitude. Longitude and latitude. Longitude and latitude. Longitude and latitude. Longitude and attitude. Okay, how do we figure it out? Okay, so this book is about Antigua and what to do there. Maybe there's a place in there that we have to go to in Antigua? Like a restaurant? That doesn't make sense. Why would we need to go to a restaurant in Antigua? (gasps) Maybe, maybe the longitude and latitude of Antigua is the combination for the safe. Oh, maybe. Okay, let's go back into the map book. Okay. I guess. Oh, I learned this in language power. We can look in the index for the page on Antigua. Oh. You look in the index for the page on Antigua and turn to it. Uh, You see Antigua is outlined in a small map in the book. It's hard because the numbers are so small, but it reminds you of the large map that's on the wall. (gasps) There's another map that's the same. Oh, my God. Okay, let's go there. You walk over to the north wall where there's a large antique map of the world and you see Antigua is clearly marked on the map and you find the longitude and latitude. It's 17 degrees north and 61 degrees left. 17 and 61! Okay, let's go do it! (laughs) All these books are on the floor. Get out of here, books! Okay, you do it. One, 
seven. Are you just whispering to it? Six. No, I'm muttering it as I open it. It's what adults oh, do. Oh, okay. One. Was it 1761? 1761. You put in the code and the safe clicks open. <gasps> Let's open it together. Okay. E- you open the safe inside, you find a photograph. It's of two pug dogs that have purple collars, and they're each holding a bone in their mouth. Whoa. Oh. That's not my dad's ex-lover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic to dogs. Did you know? Well, you're not allergic to dogs in pictures, because that's not how allergies work. Oh, okay. I'm, al- I'm allergic to exotic soft-toed ungulates. I don't even know what that means. Zebras, giraffes, yaks. I found out once because I went on safari and I let a yak swallow most of my arm and then I broke out in hives all over my body. Whoa! Maybe you were allergic to their saliva. Yeah, well maybe, but a man named Dr. Hawk told me you're probably allergic to zebras and the like. And I'd been touching them too. I went with my dad. Oh. I was trying to have a nice day. Was your mom there too? No, just me and my dad. I don't like my dad. I would never go anywhere with him. Wow, we're really unpacking the true mystery here today. Yes, we are. Family. Okay. But maybe this picture matters. Um, what does the caller say? What are these dogs' names? The dogs' names are Fido and Grover. Pretty standard names. Fido. That's a phone company. (laughs) (laughs) Grover. That's a character from the Muppets. I didn't even know that. Yeah. We don't watch TV. Oh. We only have one TV, and we're always watching episodes for grown-ups, and then we have to look away when they kiss. Whoa. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. What do you um, think this, what else is in the safe? Yeah, is there anything else in the safe? The only thing in the safe is a photograph of the two dogs with purple collars and bones in their mouth. Is anything else in the room purple or dog-like, or are there any bones anywhere else? You look around the room, you notice that one of the portraits on the west wall, there's a man dressed in purple holding a bone. (gasps) That means something. Oh, he's dressed in purple like the collar. Let's walk over there to the west wall. Let's do it. I'm bringing the picture. Okay. And just in case, is there anything written on the back of the picture? The back of the picture says, uh, my, my two best friends. Okay. Wow. Let's Dog go look at is that. a man's Portrait. best friend. Yeah. Okay. This guy looks weird. <laughs> kind of like my dad. <laughs> is this your dad? Um, yeah. I just realized we're inside of my dad's study. Whoa! But a second secret one that I've never been allowed into before. I didn't even know we you had a second secret one. I should have realized. I mean, we are in my sprawling mansion. Yeah, but you know what happened. We kind of like fell asleep and ended up here. Yeah, we did. Okay, let's look at this picture of your dad closely. Hmm. Hmm. You look at the portraits on the wall. So there's six portraits in a row along the wall. One uh, is of Henry, dressed in purple, and he's holding a bone. Other portraits are, uh, there's a woman named Minerva. She's in blue with a feathered hat. There's Jonas. He's dressed in brown, holding a rose. There's Darlene, who's dressed all in red. Anthony is in black with a mustache. And there's Constance, who's an older woman in green with a black brooch shaped like a key. Henry's (gasps) at the end of the line. Are these your family members? Some of them. 
I'm not really allowed to know about the history of my family ah. on account of all the war crimes. Whoa! Don't worry. You... Civil war crimes. Does that make it worse? It probably makes it worse. It makes it worse for me. I'm black. I, they didn't do anything against people. They oh, just maybe stole they a lot of money. Oh. We're just we're just bad but like white collar bad, you know? Oh, okay. So you're like from the north then. You guys were Yankees as they called them. We were fighting for the right thing. Of course you were. Otherwise we were in the wrong be way. Friends. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Anyway, well, we did steal a lot of money from the government. Oh, that's what most white people in the U.S. did anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's a woman with a key. That seems like it might matter, but all of these seem important. Yeah, look at this. Oh, this woman with the feathered hat. That's a nice hat. I would wear that hat. Yeah? Yeah. Me too. Okay, I okay. think that the key and the bone is what's important. What do you think? <laughs> I think they maybe all hold a secret, but different secrets. Like a mustache is a secret? Yeah, maybe. Mm. Um, what do we have? A hat, a rose, a red. Um, what is a red? Oh, Darlene's in red. Yeah, she's wearing a red Anthony's dress. In black with a mustache. Yeah. A key. I mean... I don't know. My brain automatically goes, red is like a rose, um, and, and a rose is, um, is like, is like something from nature, which is like a feathered hat, so they're all connected somehow, but I don't really see how. That's very complicated. Yeah, sometimes my mind goes too fast. Okay, maybe. I'm worried about dying someday. You're only ten. I think about it every day of my life. Maybe these <laughs> objects are in the room. Maybe. Are these objects in the room? Staring at the West Wall, you see that there, on the coffee table, there is a bouquet of roses in a vase. There's a note. <gasps> roses! roses. Like a picture! Oh! What does the note say? Oh. <laughs> I make noise when I walk because my body is falling apart already. I just like to make noises when I walk so that it sounds like I'm being productive. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Ooh, there's a note! What does it say? You pick up the note. It seems to be blank. There's nothing on it. It seems to be blank, but nothing is ever blank. Maybe it's like written in um, lemon juice like we used to do in elementary school. Or maybe we need a, a black light. Or maybe we've got to hold it in the sunshine. <gasps> oh. Let's take it to the window first. Okay. <laughs> Anything? A message begins to appear through the note as you hold it up to the light. <gasps> Whoa, Whoa! You were right! <laughs> I'm a genius, which yes, means I'll probably struggle with myself for the rest of my life. Yeah, or maybe you'll end up creating a computer in a garage and getting really mean like Steve Jobs and then you'll wear black turtlenecks. And, and I'll you'll never shower. He never showered? <laughs> he thought that being a vegan made all of his smells nice, but he was wrong. I don't like him anymore. Oh, it's okay. Okay, what does this note say? The note says, Roses for my sweet Darlene. <gasps> one for every year that I've loved you. You hold the key to my heart. Okay, that one Ooh. probably means something. But how many? One for every year. How many roses are in the vase? You look at the vase, you see there are eight roses. Oh, so it's eight. eight. Plus the one she's holding in the picture? No, no just eight. Just eight. 
Okay, so eight matters. Store okay. that in your little brain eight box. matters for eight years. Is Darlene your grandmother? Well, she's the name of my dad's first love. <gasps> Whoa. So I'm probably not related to her. He just has a portrait of her because he likes having something to touch himself to. That's disgusting. No, the human body is natural and good. I'm a kid. I don't want to know about this stuff. Maybe the key to my heart means we should go to the portrait with the key on it next. Okay. That's Constance in green. Oh, wait, wait. Look over there. On the south side, there's a bronze bust. On a pedestal. And maybe there's something that we can put a key into? Or we look under it. Let's go look at the bust. Okay. <laughs> you look at the bronze bust on a pedestal. It is, an, it is the same as the portrait of the mustached man. <gasps> on the plaque on the pedestal, it says Anthony V. Anthony the fifth. Anthony the fifth. Do you think fifth. five matters? Okay, so now we have five and eight. Maybe, yeah. Okay, he matches up. There must be something for every portrait then. Okay, all right. So we have roses, the ma- Anthony the fifth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what, about, what about Minerva? Is anything in the room feathered or blue? Guess maybe not. Maybe by the wooden desk? Maybe. Okay, let's walk to the desk. North side. Never eat shredded wheat. Okay. <laughs> That's a good way to talk about it. <laughs> it's you also got... never eat soggy wieners if you're a dirty boy. <laughs> what? I don't understand. Is this rich humor? <laughs> no, but it is Boy Scouts humor. Oh, I don't have enough money to do that. Mm. You look at the desk. On the top of the desk, you see there's an inkwell with blue ink. <gasps> Beside it is a feather pen. Ooh. There is some more paper that appears to be blank a desk lamp, and a single desk drawer that's locked. Okay. Blue and a feather, so it's definitely And the paper appears to be blank. Appears to be, but nothing's ever blank. Blank. Okay, maybe... What if... I don't think so. I was thinking about Harry Potter. (laughs) What were you going to do? Spill the whole ink bottle and then something appears? Yes, or just start writing with a thing, and then it'll start writing on its own. But then I would use my blood. I don't want that. Oh, I'll do it. My blood's tainted anyway. Okay. Does anything happen? You start writing with the feather pen and the blue ink, um, and as you write and the ink starts to dry, it starts to disappear. Whoa! <laughs> okay, so there's something definitely written on here in this ink, but how do we show it? Mm. The light again? That seems like too similar. Too similar. Um, well, we don't spill the ink because the ink disappears. Yeah, it'll absorb into the paper. Ooh, maybe we use the feather to dust it? Let's try. Uh, you dust the paper with the feather. Nothing happens, but it does sort of inch closer to the window and it reveals a bit. Oh, so it is the light okay. again. Oh, okay. okay. Let's the see blue. what it says. Let's to the window. Okay. Uh, to the window. Uh, to the wall. To the sweat dripping down my balls. Whoa. Whoa. We're not allowed to talk like this. No, we're not, but nobody's here. <laughs> you hold the note up to the light, and it says, Minerva's determined to sabotage the wedding for me. It's her one purpose. Uh-oh. Oh, your dad's lover wasn't very nice. No, so Minerva wanted to sabotage the wedding. Okay. Okay, is there a number here that matters? No. no Minerva's no determined to sabotage the wedding. It's her one purpose. One? Okay, eight, now we five, have and one. Eight, five, and one. Or one, five, eight. 
old. Maybe we're missing a nine. 1958? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was the year. Okay. Okay, but okay, we've got Minerva's number. Okay. We've got Darlene's number, right? No, we don't have Darlene's number. We only mm-hmm. have Minerva's number, Jonas's number because of the rose. Oh, no, wait. Who is where? Who, who are the roses uh, for? Darlene. We're missing Jonas. And Constance. And Constance. So, okay, let's start with Jonas. But Constance has the key. You notice that the key brooch is colored black, the same as Anthony's outfit. Oh, that's confusing. Maybe the key's under the bronze statue? Well, we probably need a code to get the key from somewhere to get out of this room. One, five, eight. Well, that's not enough. Okay. I bet because there's this many people, we need those many numbers. Oh. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six. We're halfway there. Okay, um, is anything in this room, because we got Minerva, is any, I wonder, I'm just... Were the roses about Darlene, do you think? Or were they about Jonas? It said on the note. Let's look at it again. Yeah. Roses for my Darlene. One for every year I've loved It was about Darlene. So we probably got Darlene's number. Yeah, so we need Jonas's number and Constance's number. But Constance also has a brooch shaped like a key. Maybe the key is by Anthony's statue. Maybe. Have we got the number for Henry? Or was he just the connection to the picture? Maybe he has the two dots. Maybe the number is two. <laughs> okay, let's go. Is anything else in the room purple or bone shaped? Other than the picture of the bone? Of the colors? Yeah. The only thing you notice that's purple is, again, the picture of the two dogs with two bones with two purple colors. Two. two bones. Maybe three, because he's also holding one. Mm, nope. Two. Two. <laughs> it's two, because there's two dogs, two collars, two bones. Okay, so we've got two for Henry. Okay. And we've got one for Minerva. And we've got eight, eight for, for Darlene. Darlene. Where did our five come from? Anthony. He was the fifth. The fifth. Okay, so we need Jonas and Constance. Okay. Is anything else in the room brown? Or green, because she's wearing green. Constance is wearing green, and Jonas is wearing brown. Brown holding a rose. We've looked at the map. We've looked at the desk. Is there anything else in the desk we haven't noticed? Oh, there's a locked drawer. But we need a key for that. We need a key. So where's the key? I'm telling you, it's by Anthony's statue. Where's Anthony's statue? The bust? Yeah. Okay, let's go look at it again. Okay. <laughs> to the south. I don't know why I keep saying what direction we're going. I like it. I like it too. You go and you look at the bust. You notice that there's like, there seems to be a seam around the head of the bust. (gasps) A seam? Can we rip it open? Try. (laughs) You push on the head of the bust and it snaps back. There's a key sitting. Whoa! There's a key! There's There's a key! key. There's a key! Oh, this key for sure goes in the desk. Okay, does this key, hold it up to the picture, does it look like the brooch that Constance is wearing? It looks identical to Constance's room. Whoa! Okay, maybe we'll try opening the locked drawer. Let's go. Where are we going? To the To the desk. To the desk. To the north. You click open the drawer and it slides forward. Inside you find a small ring box and a wooden box as well. Ring box. Open the ring. Okay, hold on. Open the ring box. Is the wooden box for Jonas? 
Is the ring box for, is the wooden box for Jonas? Well, remember that Minerva was trying to stop the wedding, yeah. and the wedding was probably to Darlene because she's the one who got the roses. Wait a second, what color is the ring box? It's wooden. Regular? It's wooden. They're both wooden? Just a regular ring box. Okay, okay well, well, let's open, open it. <laughs> you open it and it reveals a beautiful emerald ring with three <gasps> stones. That's green. It's That's three. Green. It's okay. three for Constance. Oh my god. Three stones. Three stones for Constance. Okay, let's open the other one. What, what are we opening? The, oh, the other little box? Oh, I didn't even a know that. Box? I think there were two boxes in the drawer. Oh, I thought the ring box was wooden. Oops. Okay. Uh, they might both be. Okay, let's open it. You open the small box and you see that it's a small music box that's got a statue of a bride and a groom um, holding each other. The groom is dressed in brown. <gasps> that's Jonas! Okay, but okay, so- well, what is the number? What's the meaning? And what do you think? Well, Jonas. Is there anything underneath it? You flip over over the box. You see uh, a spot where the wind-up tool could be to turn on the music box, but it's missing. <gasps> Where's that wind-up tool? I don't know. Is it the key again? <gasps> I'll try it. Okay. You try the key. It doesn't fit into the hole. Hmm. Hmm. Is there anything behind the map? Maybe on the rolling chair? Okay, let's check the chair. Okay. You check the chair, there's nothing of interest. And there's nothing else inside the drawer? Nope, the drawer is empty. Oh, there's a coffee table and a standing lamp. Let's go there. Okay. You go back to over to the coffee table. You see the bouquet of roses again uh, and the note again. Roses for my Darlene, one for every year. I love you. You hold the key to my heart. Darlene holds the key to his heart. And the key to his heart is the bit of the music box that we're missing. Do you think maybe it's behind Darlene's portrait? (gasps) Whoa! Let's look. Okay. You flip over the portrait and you see a small wind-up key that's taped <gasps> to the back. Okay, this goes in the little music box. Okay, let's go. Let's wind it up. You wind up the music box and it plays a beautiful soft melody and the couple start to dance together. Oh. They spin six times before the song runs out. Six, six times. times. That means Minerva's number is... One, because of her one true purpose. Jonas, Jonas is number six. six. Because it's been six times. Darlene, Darlene is eight, eight because, because of the roses. roses. Anthony is five, five because he was the fifth. fifth. Constance, Constance is three. Three. For the ring. Oh, for three emeralds, yeah. right. And, and Henry, Henry is two. For the dogs yeah. and the collars. Okay, okay so, so we have one, five, eight. eight. Five, eight, five, no, no, oh, mm, okay, one, eight, okay, no, uh, one, six, eight, eight, three, five, five, what? <laughs> no, no, let's go from lowest to highest. <laughs> no, let's just look at the painting. Okay, Minerva okay. is eight. One. Minerva is one. Okay, let's do one it again. No, you're right. <laughs> Sophie, you're right. <laughs> Let's do it again. Minerva, one. Jonas, six. Darlene, eight. Anthony, five. Constance, three. Henry, two. But where are we entering this code? On the door? I don't know. Let's go look at the door. You look at the door. It is a heavy oak door, and there it's locked with a keypad. Whoa. Whoa. 
Wait a second, Sophie. Yeah? Don't you think it's weird that we just fell asleep and ended up locked in here inside of my dad's mansion? <laughs> why is it weird? Well, why did my dad want to make me fall asleep? Because I know somebody drugged us because I don't fall asleep on account of being afraid of death. I just thought this is what rich white people do when they're bored. Well, it might be. It might be. <laughs> I'm learning. It might be. <laughs> You might be right, but that is my dad. And this is my dad's love story. That was Darlene, who apparently <gasps> he was in love Wait, with. what's your mom's name again? Oh, Minerva, I think. Oh, or is it Constance? Your mom. She doesn't talk much to me. <laughs> Darlene. It's Minerva, because Minerva's one true purpose was yeah. to ruin the wedding. So my, I call my mom Mrs. Cartwright, because we're, <laughs> we're waspy like that. Whoa. And also because she refuses to get close to me, and she says, if anyone knows your first name, that's the first step to them destroying you. So who, ra- <laughs> who raised you? Oh, nannies. All sorts of nannies. What was your nanny's name? I had three fired for various reasons. Oh, one was Constance. Um, there was oh. also uh, Tanya. Um, there was uh, there was Tamara. There was um, Consuela. Um, These all sound very ethnic. Well, n- not Tanya. Tanya was white. Oh, definitely. But don't worry. We were equally mean to all of them except <laughs> for me because I'm trying to rebel against the uh, horrible, horrible way I'm going to turn out if I'm anything like my father, which genetically probably I am, unless my mom cheated on him, which is entirely possible. This is so complicated. It's well, like a soap opera. Yeah. Like the ones my mom watches during the day. What are they called? Young and the Restless. Oh my Days of God. Our Lives. General Hospital. Wow. One Day at a Time. One Day at a Time. Yeah. <laughs> Bold and the Beautiful. Passions. Passions. I've heard of that one. There's a creepy uh, marionette who gets brought to life in that There's, one. Oh, isn't that Chucky? No. Yes, but no. Oh, it's, okay. It's, I'm digressing. Okay. Press the numbers in a keypad. Okay. Is there any order, do you think? Or is it... Oh, order the portraits. portraits. Okay. (laughs) You know, for a genius, I'm pretty stupid. Wow, you are only ten. I'm worried my dad's on the other side of this door waiting to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! I don't think he would do that. Are you sure? He certainly drugged us and trapped us in this room in order to tell me about his love. Or maybe he just wanted you to know who your mom really is. My mom is really... Evil! Oh, I thought you were going to say my mom is really Darlene. And I was Whoa. like, I don't think it works like that. Maybe My mom does. is evil. Maybe your mom is Darlene. Maybe. That's why Minerva is so mean to you mm. all the time. Maybe. Maybe I should sail away with my dad to find Darlene with him. Maybe this was his way of saying we can finally be together as a family, just not with my mom, Minerva. Maybe your mom is not Minerva. Whatever it is, will you hold my hand while I enter the code? Absolutely. You hold hands, and Terry enters the code in the order of the portraits. You're holding my hand with just two fingers. It's very weird. (laughs) In case I need to run if your dad really tries to kill you. That's fair. Okay. One, six, eight, five, three, two. The door swings open, and your father's standing on the other side. (laughs) No!
<laughs> no, don't scream. It's fine. It's fine. Hi, Dad. Oh, Are you here to kill me or love me or oh, both? Terry, I'm not going to kill you. Okay. Can I Instagram story this for my mom? Sure. <laughs> Why not? Listen, I wanted you to know the truth. Yeah? I never loved Minerva. We had to marry because of waspy, waspy reasons. So, do, do you love me? I love you because you're the daughter of my true love. Oh my god. Darlene. So, Minerva was never my mom at all. No. And Darlene no. is? We had to say that Minerva was your mom because, well, status and such. Well, yeah, and I bet if... If you had tried to say I was Darlene's kid, then Minerva would kill me. Yeah. Or maybe she still wants to. She does. That's why we have to leave. Oh. Oh, but do I have to leave too? And also, can I have a snack? In a minute. Okay. In a minute. <laughs> well, my dad's pretty rude about snacks. Ooh. Um. She said we've been inside this room for so long. We have been in here for a while, and I right, do get hungry. Fine. Okay, okay, let's all make you guys sandwiches. Okay. <laughs> I'm allergic to peanut butter. Okay. Whoa. I'm not allergic to anything except for soft-toed ungulates. Also, I don't like crust on my sandwiches. You are very bougie for a poor kid. Yeah, we're rich, poor people. Whoa. Rich at heart. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're all layered. Yeah. Three-dimensional. Also, my mom said... That I have to have manners in case I go to rich people's houses. Well, it's very good of your mother. So, Dad, are we going to run away? We are. We're going to run away, and we're going to be with Darlene, and we're going to get away from here. Can we're going to take the two dogs and go. Can Sophie have the house? I don't see why not. <laughs> I mean, yes. Minerva won't bother you. She'll just think that you work here. Yeah, it's That's true. That's true. Can you give me a map of all the secret passages? Sure. He hands you a map of all the secret passages. Uh, Terry and her father take off. They get on a boat and fly and sail away. No, we fly away. No, We're rich yeah, enough. We get in a boat and we yeah, fly away. Yeah, you get in a boat and it sprouts wings and you fly away to the Darlene. The rules of physics don't uh, exist for rich don't people. Don't forget to write to me. I love you, Sophie. I love you too, Terry. Sophie lives out her days in the mansion. Uh, Minerva barely notices she's there and Sophie lives a dream life that she's always wanted. Terry has the family and the love that she wanted and no longer has to refer to her mother by a, by a last name because she's with her true mother. You both live great lives and live happily ever after. You have successfully escaped the room. child genius with a great fear of death. Uh, what's up listeners? I'm Coca Galore, aka Sophie, the poor little black girl with the rich white flag. <laughs> Actually, let me rephrase that. The bougie black And you're not poor anymore. No. Not poor anymore. <laughs> it's basically your house now. Yep. Um, 
had a fun time? Oh, oh yeah, great. That was so great. Oh, I love that there was a, a real history to this. You, you know? guys made the history up. It was I had no history, and then you started talking, oh, and I was God. like, all right, this is what everything is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, still wish that map or uh, book of Italy mattered more. I know. I know. I was going to try and fix it in, and no. then I was like, fuck. No. Can you know what it is? I... I you know, have never done this. Yeah. Like, escape room. Coco's never done a real escape room in I've real life. Done I've done a few. And yeah. I've always gotten out of them, which is, again, why I would be yeah. embarrassed. Which is why I was like, this map of Italy, instead of waiting for you to <laughs> No, no, that's fair. And, I like, that's oh exactly God. what it should be. And then I was like, oh, God, I have nothing on Italy. That That is what I do in escape rooms. I'll go in, and there'll be, like, there'll be a little thing that's like, here are the rules of the escape room. And it's just the actual company, but I'll be like, there's a clue here. <laughs> or it'll just be like a regular table, and I'll be like, the grain of the wood on the table is going this direction. It must go this way. Like, I invent there was a, stuff. There was a couple times where you did that, and I was like, it means nothing. <laughs> like, oh yeah, like, the point, so I set up the the roses to show that, like, you, there's, like, hidden messages, so when you saw the blank paper, you would do the same thing, and you're like, that's too easy. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I've got nothing else. In elementary school, did you ever do that thing where you wrote in lemon juice? Yeah. No. yeah. So you could make secret messages? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And how do they appear? Uh, in sunshine. Candle. Yeah, in sunshine, or, like, the, you hold it over a candle and shine through the back. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Just teaching kids how to be tricky. Nice. Do you guys have anything coming up that you want to plug? Um, well, yeah. In July 20th and 21st, uh, Coco and Daphne are doing a show at the Harborfront for a show called uh, The Brave, The Fiant Ones. Cool. That's incredible. Um... Let me tell you, listeners, it's the summer. I'm going to be on a boat doing improv. I'm on a boat! I'm on a boat! I'm going to go on a beerprov cruise and do improv in the Caribbean for three months. But during that time, even though I'm not in Toronto, you should absolutely go check out Bad Dog Theatre and see everything that's happening there because it's incredible. And that's where I normally am most of my year when I'm not um, on a boat. Cool. Yeah. Me too, I actually. Never <laughs> actually, every Friday night in June and July, there will be, uh, no, sorry, in July and August, there will be the Emerging Creators Unit mm-hmm. shows um, with uh, Kaya Green, Jackie Toomey, um, is it Toomey or Toomey? Toomey. Oh, Toomey. Jackie Toomey, <laughs> Ali Arazul, um, Connor, Connor Lowe, and Patricia Tab. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they're putting up these really cool and creative shows every Friday night. And can they find all that on the website? Yes, oh, you yeah. can find Bad that out. Bad dot com, baby. Thanks so much. I'm good at this. So great. It sounds like a dog trying to make that noise. That's what that sounds like. Thank you. Thanks so much for doing the show. Thanks for having us. Yay. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Yeah. Bye. Bye. is produced by Shannon LaHaye and Griffin Toplitsky. Artwork by Alex Laird. Music, courtesy of purple-planet.net. Make sure to rate, subscribe, and like us on Facebook. We'll see you next time. In the room. Bye.
This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.